hold on to your seats. It's protein time. Well, welcome back to the Reach Your Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian from The Climbing Dietitian. And today I've got a topic that I think you're going to enjoy, okay? Because it's one that people want help with a lot. And perhaps you're the same. And it's simply going to be the three ways you can boost your protein intake so you can hit your targets and feel more in control of your nutrition. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. So what is protein? Okay, let's just start with the basic definition of protein. Well, protein is part of the macronutrients. It's part of the macros, okay? So you would have heard about me talk about macros all the time. It's part of my approach. But simply put, it's one of the building blocks of our food. And protein is also one of the building blocks of a lot of our processes, a lot of our hormones, and, you know, our structural components as well, okay? Our muscle, our hair, our teeth, you know, all this kind of stuff. Protein is just such an important part of our diet, of our life. But why is it important specifically when it comes to diet and potentially weight loss or diet and muscle building and that side of things? Well, simply put, it helps with muscle retention or muscle building. It helps with satiety, keeping us full, okay? It helps with just making sure that we are getting enough recovery fuel. Think of it as recovery fuel. It's helping build up our bodies after damage from a workout. And it's just making sure that we ensure have all our processes working in the, in the most effective way. Okay, without going into the boring science and stuff that's going to confuse you, especially, you know, on your drive to work or whenever you listen to this, that's the basics of protein and why it's important, okay? It just helps recover, you know, build us up basically. But the question is, how, then how much should you be consuming? Well, the rough guide is about 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of lean body weight. You won't go wrong with that kind of range. I like to go in the higher amounts, you know, 2, 2.1, 2.2 times the lean body weight but if you just want a, a lower bit a bit of a lower protein intake 1.6 is perfectly fine okay as, as long as you're somewhere within that range you'll be doing a okay okay that way it's not too much it's not too little it's the goldilocks it's just right okay so that that's how much you should be having but that's not what i want to talk about today today i want to talk about the fact that many people struggle hitting their protein intake especially at the start when they first get started with flexible nutrition and counting macros. And that's what I want to help you with today. I want to give you three actionable strategies, three easy strategies you can implement to boost your protein a bit more. Things that literally work for my clients that have worked for myself and it's going to work for you. Okay, because some of my clients come to me and they struggle in the first. They struggle hitting that protein intake. I try and get into that, that gold standard 95% adherence and they only hit 70% adherence. Okay, now sometimes, yes, sometimes if you're tracking, you may be just inaccurate tracking, you might actually be getting enough protein because you could argue that the Western diet is quite protein dense. Okay, you could, some people have argued that generally speaking in the Western diet, we eat too much protein. But from my experience, from what I see, especially uh, with my female clients, the protein targets that, that we set to optimize for fat loss and optimize for muscle retention and all that sort of stuff, it's a bit higher than what people usually hit. So if you want to boost your protein intake, this is how you can do it. Okay, so number one strategy, because this is the first strategy I want you to think about, is think about proactively including it at each meal. Now, it may seem so simple. You're like, well, duh, of course, that's, that's how you hit protein. You eat your protein. That's how you hit protein. 
But the thing is that a lot of people wing it. And perhaps you're the same. Perhaps now you're thinking, how do I structure my meals? How do I plan my meals? Well, you've got to be proactive. You've got to plan ahead. You've got to think about your meals a bit more to ensure you're getting that protein. Okay? Maybe you realize, oh, wait, I'm just having toast and butter in the morning. Well, where's your protein? Oh, yeah, I, in, you know, in the afternoon, I'm just having a snack of fruit. Okay, where's your protein? Dinner's usually fine and lunches are usually pretty good as well. But generally speaking, there is some inconsistency there. And when you start proactively including a bit of protein across the day, you'll be surprised how much more effectively you hit it. You'll be like, this is so freaking easy. And that's what I want you to do. Okay, so breakfast, have some protein. Uh, morning tea, if you're having it, have some protein. Okay, so snacks and all this sort of stuff. Lunch, protein. Dinner, protein. And protein doesn't have to be night or you have to eat meat all day. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Dairy, eggs, meat, you know, uh, tofu, things like that. You know, even nuts have a little bit of protein. It's not really a protein source, but it has a little bit. You know, even grains have a little bit of protein. Just make sure that there is some consistency with mainly some kind of dairy or some kind of egg or some kind of meat or meat alternatives such as tofu or legumes in your diet throughout the day and you'll be A-OK. Okay, so that's, not, that's strategy number one. Very simple, but very effective. And it's where I want you to start. But then strategy number two is taking what I just mentioned, but going the extra step. It's doing the pre-log strategy that I use. Pre-logging your food ahead of time and adjusting. So what that means is you have your protein targets. The day before, you set yourself about 15 to 30 minutes where you actually pre-log the protein-rich foods and play around the portions until you hit around that 95 to 100% adherence mark for your protein targets. As an easy example, let's say that your protein target is 100 grams. I've got some clients that have that. Then you want to be hitting about 95 to 100 grams of protein a day. The day before, you roughly plan out your meals and then you prioritize by logging the protein-rich foods first. Play around the portions until you're roughly around that mark. You can leave a bit of a buffer knowing that there's going to be some protein in grains and that sort of stuff you'll be adding to your food. But, you know, if you get up to that, maybe 85, 90 grams through just the animal-based foods or meat alternatives, you're doing A-OK. And right now you're then proactive again. You've got it all set up. You're ready to go the next day. There's no guessing. There's no winging. You just plug and play. Okay, so that's strategy number two. Very easy, very simple. And then strategy three is you fortify as needed. So sometimes, sometimes depending on our life, depending on our preferences, and depending on our goals, depending how high they are, you may need to use a supplement, okay? And protein supplements is one of those more common ones that I get clients to use. I'm not a big supplement pusher. I try to get food first for my clients, but protein is one of those ones where it can really be helpful and it can be combined with food first. That's the thing you got to remember, that protein powders aren't supplements in the sense of like, like tablets you take. It's just a powdered form of protein and you can fortify normal foods with it. Having oats in the morning, make it with some protein powder in there. Done, really tasty, trust me. You have some desserts. Well, I've, I've got some really good desserts where are protein-based, okay? Uh, having like a smoothie, add some protein, for some, uh, some protein powder in there for some extra protein. See, there's ways to fortify your normal whole food intake with protein if you don't want to just take a shake. But I've got clients that, that just like that. They have a certain level of food that they like to eat and more than that, they don't enjoy. So they just take a shake to fill the gap. That's all the protein powder is doing, filling the gap if you need it. 
So don't be shying away from protein powder if you want it. If you want a good recommendation, uh, whey protein is going to be the way to go. Uh, you can go whey protein isolate if you want a more about, you know, just a protein and very minimal carbs and fats. But some of the blends are perfectly fine in my eyes. They're not that much different, maybe 20 calories different. It just honestly depends on your finances and your preferences taste-wise. Okay, I'm not going to give brands and that kind of stuff, but just, yeah, whey protein is the way to go if you want to go that way. If you're vegan, though, then then there are alternatives for you. You know, get one that's a complete protein, so like a soy-based protein or one that's a combo that's got, you know, maybe rice and, you know, rice and pea and, and soy and all that kind of mix in there. But, yeah, just find one that has a balanced amino acid profile, okay, because that's all a protein is, combination amino acids or essential amino acids. So that's the three strategies. So I'm going to quickly recap those for you. Strategy number one is ensure you're proactive and include a protein-rich food at each meal and snack. Strategy two, pre-log your foods ahead of time and play around the portion so you hit that protein target before you actually start the day. And then strategy number three, fortify as needed using a protein powder of your choice. Hope those strategies have been helpful. Hoping now you see how much easier it can actually be to hit your protein targets. Okay, because it's not as complicated as maybe. It may seem like that because when you're first getting started, flexible nutrition just seems like such a different approach. It just seems all different and it's overwhelming potentially. But with a bit of planning, a bit of guidance, and a bit of grit, you'll get there. Okay, so I hope that's helped you. Uh, if you've got any questions regarding protein, happy to answer. Okay, there is some information in the description below for where, how you can contact me. But, you know, very simple, easy way is go to Instagram, follow me at The Climate Dietitian, send me a DM, Tell me what you thought about this episode and ask away. I'm happy to help. Okay, so hope this has been helpful. Now, if you want someone to help you specifically with your nutrition, discover your protein targets, work on your calories, work on your nutrition as a whole to get you from point A to point B. I can also help you there. I offer one-on-one premium nutrition coaching as well as some other programs and packages. So if you're interested in that, just send me the word how to my email or my DM and we go from there. There is obviously information about how to apply below if you're ready to rumble, so to speak. Hope this has been helpful. As I said, I'm going to talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.